and thanks for tuning in today to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and today my co-host is Cleveland-based author and jazz pianist Les Roberts. Hi there. Les, you've chosen a wonderful standard for us to examine today, and I'm referring to the classic tune, What's New? Not much. Oh, I see what you mean. What's <laughs> the title new? of the song is What's New. <laughs> the music was written by Bob Haggart, and the words were written by Johnny Burke, and this song dates from 1939. You know, I've loved this song for a long time. I never realized it was quite that elderly, but it's a terrific song from back in the kind of the beginning of the swing era. The first recordings I ever heard of this song were made in the 1950s. First recording I ever heard, I think, was Edie Gourmet. Ah. And uh, I'd like to, of course, point out to our listeners that Bob Haggart, the gentleman who wrote the music, was a great jazz bassist, very renowned bass player. He got his big start with Bing Crosby's brother. Bob Crosby had a very swinging outfit in the 1940s, and Bob Haggart was in that group. Of course, Bob went on also to be part of, for many years, he co-led a band called the World's Greatest Jazz Band with a guy named Yank Lawson. Bob Haggard and Yank Lawson were really keeping the traditional jazz fires burning. They sure did. Those were amazing recordings. A lot of them were really terrific. Also, we were talking earlier about Johnny Burke, of course, collaborated with another great jazz musician in the 1950s, and he wrote the lyrics to Misty that Errol Garner wrote the music to. Wow, yeah. So he must have been a go-to guy for these jazz guys, I know. Must have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we would start out with the first version we're going to hear today is by the great Dinah Washington, one of the real powerhouse singers, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. Whenever I hear anything that Dinah recorded, it just knocks my socks off. She was so special. She really straddled both worlds because she sang blues and sang everything in a very bluesy manner, but mm -hmm. she had real jazz chops and jazz integrity. Oh, yes, definitely. And played and hung out with all the finest jazz musicians of her era. Made several recordings with people like Clifford Brown sure. and you know, some really top, top players. As a matter of fact, Les, I actually saw her on a film called Jazz on a Sunday Afternoon. You may be familiar with it. It's a film no. about the Newport Jazz Festival, and there's a marvelous performance of hers captured. And she even plays vibraphone. I didn't Takes know that a solo either. on the vibraphone, right. which I was tickled by. Apparently, quite a feisty individual, too. I think that I knew. Very, I knew. very spirited. So why don't we listen to Dinah Washington sing our first version of our selected song today, What's New, music by Bob Haggard, lyrics by Johnny Burke. This is Dinah Washington. What's new? How is the world treating you? You haven't changed a bit. Handsome as ever, I must admit What's new? How did that romance come through? We haven't met since then But it's nice to see you again What's new? Probably I'm boring you But seeing you is grand 
to offer your hand I understand I do Pardon my asking what's new Of course you couldn't know I haven't changed I still love you so Washington performing our featured song, What's New? Music by Bob Haggart and lyrics by Johnny Burke. Les, any thoughts? Well, as I said, she phrases so beautifully. It almost sounds like a conversation, but with that lovely kind of cigarette singing voice. And I also loved the orchestration behind it. It was very bluesy, certainly the second half of that recording. Mm -hmm. And one thing I was struck with, I think the song is fundamentally kind of sad. There's a pathos to it. Very sad song, Two former lovers meeting, you know, one obviously has left the other. And the person who's telling the story, there's a vulnerability there. Yeah. I didn't get that impression as much with her because there's a sort of strength and brashness to Dinah Washington all the time. I think you probably don't mess with her. I think if you want to break up, you wait till she does it. (laughs) Yeah, so, of course, I love her singing and I love her voice. But when it comes to conveying that sort of fundamental sadness of the song, I didn't get that feeling quite as much, you know. But very enjoyable. I still love her. And I agree, very nice arrangements on that, too. You know, Joe, you were talking about this being a a sad song, and I think just about everybody who hears this song, at least over the age of 18, has been on one end or another of this kind of a breakup. So this song, I think, really hits home. Yeah, it really speaks to that awkward encounter. Right. (laughs) (laughs) When one person is not so happy about the separation. That's why people move to Hong Kong. (laughs) Well, as I mentioned, we're going to follow up the Dinah Washington version with a recording by Linda Ronstadt. Unless today every pop star, you know, whether they're from R&B or Rod Stewart or anybody, everybody is recording the Great American Songbook. That's right. But 
Linda Ronstadt, about 25 years ago, she was really the first person to make, I think, two albums with the great Nelson Riddle. Lucky her. Uh, arranging these songs. And very popular record. I think it came out in early 1980s. So she really was kind of ahead of the curve. She really was. And I think it made a lot of people who were very young and who grew up listening to her sing Blue Bayou and mm -hmm. things like that. I think that people really woke up and took notice of some of these great great yeah. songs from the 20s, and 30s, and 40s. Linda is a baby boomer. And, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, she was one of the first people of her generation to say, hey, I think we have to go back and rediscover this huge body of wonderful work, especially when, you know, after you've done Blue Bayou and When Will I Be Loved, nice songs and everything. But, yeah. you know, she was aging at the time and thinking, well, maybe there's something with a little bit more depth. So I always gave her a lot of credit for that vision. Well, I really appreciate her, too. Yeah, and of course, what are you going to say about Nelson Riddle? For those of our listeners who are not familiar with him, he did countless arrangements for the likes of Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra. He was one of the main arrangers at Capitol Records in the 1950s. That's right. And again, listening to those classics, especially by Cole and Sinatra, they were made classics. They were lifted higher by Nelson Riddle and his work. Wonderful writing. Well, why don't we listen right now to Linda Ronstadt? and uh, arrangements by Nelson Riddle, and she's going to be singing our featured song today, What's New, which was written by Bob Haggard. He did the music, and Johnny Burke did the lyrics. This is Linda Ronstadt. What's new?
good section on this. Oh yeah. Linda Ronstadt with the Nelson Riddle Orchestra performing our selected song, What's New, by Bob Haggard and Johnny Burke. You know, this time, Joe, I kind of felt that this was over-orchestrated behind Linda. I think if Sinatra had been doing it or Tony Bennett or Nat Cole or somebody much stronger and more confident singer, I think it might have worked a little better. It almost buried Linda I'm interested to hear you say that because I was so struck with how strong her pipes sounded to me. <laughs> like I've forgotten what a really a commanding voice she has. She's well, she does have a commanding voice, especially at the end. But I think at the beginning, I got so interested in listening to the orchestrations and I thought, you know, this sounds like the Cleveland Orchestra. <laughs> yeah, boy, it was really soaring there in the middle. It when, sure was. When they took it back to the bridge with a trumpet section just, you know, really screaming up there. And it was a great trumpet section. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, the song, without getting too technical for our listeners here, it, it kind of goes back and forth between a major, which is kind of a brighter, upbeat tonality, and also a minor, kind of a sadder tonality. And they both take place within eight bars. But very interesting, especially, I think the lyrics are very strong. Oh, yeah. And I was just so struck with that final verse there, that adieu, you know, pardon me for asking what's new. Of course, you couldn't know. I haven't changed it. I still love you. I mean, that's really the clincher right there. You yeah, know? and that's what makes it real sad. Real sad, exactly. <laughs> Somebody got hurt and is still hurting. Okay, well, when we come back, we're going to continue with an instrumental version of this song. As I mentioned, this has been a very popular song written by a jazz musician, a great jazz bassist, Bob Haggard. So when we return, we're going to hear something from the great Johnny Smith. You're listening to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and my co-host this week is author and pianist Les Roberts. And we're listening to What's New by Bob Haggard and Johnny Burke. And you're listening to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and we'll be right back. Did you grow up in the 70s, 80s, or early 90s? Then tune in to Gen X Grown Up, the podcast by Gen Xers who refuse to outgrow the things they grew up loving. Join Gen X Grown Up each week to talk media, tech, toys and games from yesterday and today, all through the eyes of Generation Xers. Find Gen X Grown Up on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. If you like the show, please be sure to leave them a review. Find out more at GenXGrownUp.com. And welcome back. I'm your host, Joe Hunter. And in studio with me today, my co-host is... Cleveland area author and pianist Les Roberts. Always enjoy sitting here with you and talking about music. 
and Les has selected a wonderful tune for us to examine today. We're listening to versions of What's New, music by Bob Haggart and lyrics by Johnny Burke. And as I mentioned before the break, we're going to continue with an instrumental version of this classic tune. This always has been a very popular song for jazz musicians, and I thought we'd hear a take by the great jazz guitarist Johnny Smith. I'm sure you're familiar with his work. Very much so, and this is a great recording, too. So why don't we listen to Johnny Smith's take on this classic tune, What's New, by Bob Haggard and Johnny Burke. Beautiful chord voicing. Smith performing Bob Haggart and Johnny Burke's What's New? You know, that was so simply done and yet so incredibly beautiful and incredibly inventive. Just a dynamite recording. Yeah, commented about the chord voicings. Yeah. He seems to have applied some piano block chord voicings to the guitar, doesn't it? I mean, really marvelous. Wow. 
Of course, when he was taking his solo there too, I was so struck with his command of the fingerboard of the guitar. He seemed to be going from the lowest possible note to the highest note in one single run. He did that yeah. several times. I was wow, this guy really knows his way around the entire neck of the guitar. He's an astonishing player. And has been recognized as one of the great innovators of the electric guitar. Maybe our listeners noticed that there was a second guitar on that record. Somebody was just playing rhythm guitar, yep. sort of strumming the quarter notes. But Johnny Smith really just doing some extremely innovative, I would say too, really creative things with that. Yep. The ending sort of took me by surprise when I first heard that, you know, because he just seems to sort of end on what's new. You know, he just sort of, it comes oh, to like, a halt. Okay, I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's an interesting story about the creation of the song. Really? You know, Bob Haggart was a bassist, as we mentioned earlier, for Bob Crosby's band. Right. Well, he wrote the tune for the Bob Crosby group as an instrumental. Uh-huh. I think it was originally called I'm Free. Hmm. But a publisher heard it and said, I think this could make a great vocal tune. It's got a catchy melody. I think this could work. So they brought in Johnny Burke, who came up with this wonderful concept of a one-way conversation. Very clever idea. Very much so. Well, you're listening to I've Heard That Song Before, and I'm your host, Joe Hunter. And my co-host this week is author and pianist Les Roberts. And, of course, we're having a lot of fun listening to What's New. You know, I can't wait to hear again this version by Boz Skaggs. You know, Boz Skaggs was smoking hot back in the late 70s and early 80s. Everybody was listening to him. And I guess this particular tune he recorded not too long ago, just a couple of years ago. Yeah, this comes from a 2003 release on Cray Cat Records. It's a CD he made entitled But Beautiful, which is dedicated to the American Songbook. And I was really surprised to hear him doing these songs. It wasn't his milieu back in the no. 70s and 80s, but... No, I mean, as far as listeners like who know the name Boss Skaggs, I mean, I always think of songs like The Dirty Low Down, Somebody Loan Me a Dime, all those very sort of soulful, neo-soul, blues-tinged pop music. Right. And he did it quite well. You know, another interesting thing about him, he made all that money in the 70s and 80s. You know, he became an extremely successful restaurateur. I did not know that. Yes, he has a very, very popular restaurant in San Francisco. So that's what he was doing when he kind of dropped out of the pop music scene, became a very successful restaurateur. And it's interesting that when he started recording again, he also, like so many people from his generation, the baby booners, decided to focus on some of these American standards. Good idea. You know, anybody who's a good singer today who was born long after these songs were written and recorded the first time, they all sound terrific when they revisit those classic pop hits from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. Some do succeed better than others, I would say. That's true. <laughs> And I really quite like Boz's take on this. You don't like William Shatner? Oh, well. <laughs> no. I want to point out to our listeners, Les, that the rhythmic feel of this song is directly inspired by a very popular record that Ahmed Jamal had in the 1960s, and I'm sure you remember it, Les. It was a record called Poinciana. Of course. So the drum pattern that you're going to hear comes directly from the Poinciana record that Ahmed Jamal made. You're right. I didn't think of this the first time I heard it, but yeah. Well, why don't we listen to Boss Skaggs? This is from his 2003 release called But Beautiful. This is Boss Skaggs singing our featured song here on I've Heard That Song Before. This is What's New. What's new? How is the world treating you? 
again, that's Boz Skaggs. He was singing our featured song, What's New? Les, that was quite an interesting recording there. I really enjoyed that. I liked it a lot, too. I loved the jazz feel. I hadn't realized that he was being inspired by Ahmad Jamal's Poinciana until I heard it this second time. But I think he does a heck of a job, and I think his voice has matured since the 70s and 80s. He kind of sounds like a guy who's been around the block a couple of times with situations like he's singing about in the song, and it sounds great. I was so struck with the intimate nature of the recording, the way the voice was recorded. It sounded extremely close, Mike, and I so appreciated is not overdoing it. That's one of my big complaints about people who are coming from the popular music genre. When they do take on this body of work, they tend to forget that the job is not to make the listener feel that they understand the song, the singer understands the song. Right. The notion is to make the listener feel the sentiment of the song. That's my preference. You're absolutely right. But I think Boz Skaggs did it just perfectly. Yeah, it was really very honest and straightforward and heartfelt. Again, that was Boz Skaggs from his 2003 release called But Beautiful. And he was singing our featured song today, What's New? Those lyrics are by Johnny Burke and the music was by Bob Haggard. Well, I thought we'd finish with another singer who most all of our listeners of a certain age will be familiar with, a very popular pop singer from the 1950s. Of course, I'm referring to Kay Starr. What was her big hit? Wheel of Fortune, Fortune, right? A couple of really big ones. She was very popular. Oh, she was hugely popular. She appeared on television, you know, on the Ed Sullivan Show a lot, the Milton Berle Show. She was terrific and really singing ahead of her time. She sang in a style that you hear all the time now, which is sure didn't back in the 1950s. K-Star and Johnny Ray and a couple of others, and that was it. Mm -hmm. Well, I was tickled to find out that she really had some serious jazz credentials. In the 1940s, she was still very young. She was recording with some of the top jazz artists around. So I brought in a recording that features her with some of these tremendous jazz musicians. This was recorded in 1945. We have Barney Bagard, the great clarinetist from the Duke Ellington. Gosh, yes. Vic Dickinson on trombone from the Count Basie. Willie Smith from Count Basie. We have Red Calendar on the bass. Zooty Singleton. These guys are all some top, top jazz players from huge, the 1940s. Huge names, sure. And some very nice records that K-Star made with this lineup. So I thought we would listen to a song by Walter Donaldson and Gus Kahn. This is entitled Love Me or Leave Me. And this song dates from 1928. Les, are you familiar with this song? I'm very familiar with it. It was sung first, or most popularly, in the 20s by Ruth Edding. And then in 1955, they made a movie about Ruth Edding's life called Love Me or Leave Me. Ruth Edding was played by Doris Day, and her boyfriend, who was also a gangster, Martin the Gimp Snyder, was played by, of all people, James Cagney. I think of Jimmy Cagney Mm. and Doris Day in the same movie. It was a dynamite movie. Oh, it was a really good movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. And did it feature a lot of musical performances by Doris Day? Yes, quite a few, but this was the signature tune. And something a lot of our listeners who are jazz aficionados may know, classic jazz standards emerged from this song. Of course, George Shearing wrote the very famous Lullaby of Birdland, based on the harmonic structure of this song. That's right, sure. So Love Me or Leave Me and Lullaby and Birdland are sort of connected there in that way. So why don't we listen to this recording from 1945. This is K-Star with Barney Begard and his all-star band doing Love Me or Leave Me. Pretty far out chords there. Love me or leave me, let me be lonely. You won't believe me, but I love you only. I'd rather be lonely 
time for just reminiscing Regretting instead of forgetting with somebody new recorded in 1945 in Los Angeles, California, and she was performing there with Barney Bigard and his all-star lineup. And she was performing our bonus song today that was Love Me or Leave Me. Joe, this was terrific to listen to, especially from 1945. K-Star was singing back in 1945 the way you never heard a Caucasian female singer sing. This was a very African-American type of approach to a song, and she does it so, so well. And, you know, 10 years later, when she got all her big hits, big pop hits, she sounded just like this, and everybody loved her for it. Yeah, I think that's a very interesting point. I mean, when you think about all the places her career took her, it's very insightful. I mean, she actually almost crossed over into country music by the 1950s. She was making records that were pop and then with a country feel to it, too. And then to find out that she had such a tremendous jazz feel, I mean, strong, strong, confident. I think she was very inspired by Dinah Washington. Definitely. Definitely. You you really can hear that. And, of course, that was our bonus song today, Love Me or Leave Me. Quite a contrast, a direct contrast to the sentiment of our chosen song today, What's New. That's right. What's New, as we spoke of earlier, is a sad song. This was a very upbeat and almost demanding song. Yes, that's right. Love Me or Leave Me. And we've had a lot of fun. We've started with Dinah Washington, and we listened to some Linda Ronstadt, and we had an instrumental version of What's New by Johnny Smith. 
And then we finished up What's New with a recording by Boz Skaggs that we both enjoyed a lot. And This has long been one of my favorite songs, Joe, and it was fun listening to these four versions and revisiting the song in four different ways because what's so great about a really great song is there are so many ways to present it. Absolutely. We firmly believe that here, and I've heard that song before. You betcha. <laughs> and thanks for tuning in today. You've been listening to I've Heard That Song Before. My co-host this week has been Cleveland area author and pianist Les Roberts. Les, thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me once again. It's nice to sit on this side of the table, not on your side, which I do every week on my other show, Greenlight Reviews. Well, we look forward to you visiting us again. You've been listening to I've Heard That Song Before. I'm your host, Joe Hunter, and we'll see you next week. I've Heard That Song Before is a production of the Front Porch People. Listen to more great conversations at thefrontporchpeople.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.